Welcome to the With Counseling Podcast. I'm JJ Blanford, therapist and founder of With Counseling. Today's conversation, we're discussing the myth that every counseling session provides beautiful breakthrough insights into whatever it is that brought you to therapy. Yeah, and I think this probably speaks to like a larger question of what does the therapeutic process even look like? You know, for those who have not maybe not journeyed for a long time with a therapist or have never done therapy, there's a little bit of mystery around, you know, kind of what the what does a, a process look like? So can you kind of walk us through what what that looks like? So I'll again caveat this, like I only have my own experience, but in working with me or in my own therapy journey, I think there's this idea, like a lot of times our ideas about therapy come from like TV shows or movies. A lot of times, right, no one would watch a TV show that was just like someone's four-year journey in therapy. Right. Like it's just not that exciting. It could be mundane at times. And so I think a lot of people especially if you are going to counseling for the first time, your first few months can be emotionally exhausting. And when you're having someone kind of reflect things back to you, you may be having a lot of like breakthroughs in just how you have thought about your own story, how maybe you thought about relationships in your life. And so I think sometimes even early on, in therapy, if you kind of show up ready to do the therapeutic work, you're having some of those breakthroughs early on that once you kind of get in a rhythm of going to therapy may not happen as frequently. And so I think like what's weird to me about therapy is it's like any other relationship. It's just building on itself. And so, you know, while you're in therapy, you may grow in your level of comfort of what you'll share with the therapist. And so maybe what brought you in, you address. And as you've kind of found health in one area of your life, you realize maybe there may be some other places in my life that there's not health. I mean, the reality is what happens a lot of times in therapy is, especially if you're pretty consistent, you've seen someone a year or two, your life changes. You're going to have losses during that time. You're going to have changes in friendships, sometimes in your marital status or your dating status, or you may be a student who goes to college. Like, not only is maybe what brought you to therapy going to change, but who you are as a human is also kind of changing at the same time. And so when I've seen people for years and years, so often what we're talking about and addressing is changing. And that thing that brought them to therapy a couple years ago that they thought was addressed and we had dealt with shows up again in a new way, in new behaviors, in a different relationship. And so it's kind of this dance of addressing what is current, revisiting the past, 
planning on how we'll address these things when they come up in the future. And so it's just this ongoing conversation that, you know, you come together for an hour a week and then you just break and you live another week of your life and then you come back and it's just this adding to a conversation that I think is really beautiful and can be really, it's also like very vulnerable. You know, I have had clients that I have walked through multiple losses with them or kind of hard thing after hard thing. And there's like a connection that happens because you're processing people's hard things. And so I think in an ideal world, you find a therapist that you can have this ongoing relationship with because it does feel better to be like, oh, I have this hard, like I've got something else that came up. I'd rather go back to JJ, especially if we've like taken a break from therapy, because I don't want to have to reshare all that stuff again. And so, I mean, I think it's just this building relationship that you're kind of always addressing, like, what is happening today? How does the past impact that? And how do we plan for the future? Yeah, that's helpful. I think that's good. When you said a phrase in there that I just want to kind of circle back to, like at the very beginning, you said, you know, the first few months when somebody's reflecting stuff back to you, I don't think I... I don't think that's self-explanatory. Can you kind of explain what you mean by that? Because I feel like most people you talk about, we get our information about therapy from TV. They picture laying down on a couch, somebody with a coat, kind of like writing stuff. Or maybe they're even thinking of like psychological testing versus like actually doing therapy. So what do you mean when you say reflecting things back to you? Like to me, that just means, hey, is this what you said? Is this how you feel? A lot of therapeutic work is normal, like, I was going to say is normalizing things for people, but that's not, that's not what I mean. Sometimes, oh, you're totally fine. No, no worries. All what, that's totally normal. What? <laughs> right. Which is not what I mean. Right. It's actually the opposite is what I meant is that like, sometimes people will be, you know, maybe they're an adult and they now have their own children and it's making them reflect back on their childhood And things of, I feel like a lot of people come to counseling kind of with this, I thought this thing was normal. I'm starting to feel like it's normal. And some people will flat out ask, like, is this normal? Is this appropriate? Is this okay? You know, other people kind of tiptoe around. And I think sometimes the reflective work is, is just saying like, I, I can feel that maybe you're unsure about how that played out. From my perspective, I can see how this, you know, that interaction is impacting where you are today. And so it's it's just kind of that, like, I keep thinking reflecting back, which is not helpful, but just this idea of giving them space to process and then kind of saying, like, this is how I'm taking it in. This is how I'm seeing it. First, am I understanding how you're explaining this story? Am I on the same page? Like, do, do I have the understanding 
to hold this space for you. And then also kind of helping them sort through how, how do you feel about this? How should you feel about this? How do you want to feel about this? And I think sometimes it's just giving people space to say, you may not actually know any of those things, but we can sit in that together and kind of sort through what this experience or interaction or relationship meant. Well, yeah, because so much of the, from what I understand of the therapeutic process is less you being an expert in something and me coming to receive your expertise in whatever it is and more you asking questions, doing a little reflecting. We'll keep on that theme, but asking questions, reflecting, uh, helping process things and people sort of self like you're your own mentor in some ways, like you're, you're self discovering answers to difficult problems. Is that right? Yes, I, I think so. I think a lot of times people, show up to therapy with this expectation that you have the answers. In my practice and in my opinion, I would not want to go to a therapist who believes they have all the answers. I think it is very bold to feel that you would know someone's lived experience. And so I often, again, the name with, I chose that because I believe it's just being with people that is the therapeutic work. I do not have all the answers. And what I'm really good at is holding space and helping you realize how you feel about a relationship, a situation, a moving forward. And so I think that's a a really important piece of the therapeutic relationship. I also think maybe this is an appropriate time to talk about like The therapeutic relationship can have pauses and breaks just like any other relationship in your life. I was kind of surprised when the pandemic started. So many of my clients came back to me who we'd taken a pause in therapy because the world had shut down. We were living in unprecedented times and it felt like such an honor anytime a client comes back to say something else challenging has happened and you are the person that I want to do this work with again. Like you walked me through before and I trust that you can walk me through again. I think the other really important thing to know is because your therapist is a human who is imperfect, there can be hurt that happens in the therapeutic relationship. And so sometimes that is really unintentional. I have said things to clients who maybe the next week came back and are like, hey, last week you said this. I felt this way about it, which gives is a beautiful opportunity for me to say to repair and show repair and to say, oh my gosh, that's not at all how I intended or I didn't feel I used, you know, maybe in my head I'm thinking, I don't feel I used that tone, but if that was your perception, like, I am so sorry. And and then there are people that are so hurt by the relationship or something that happens in that counseling room of a, a hurt that feels deep or triggers something within them that there is a rupture in the therapeutic relationship. And so I think 
that's a really hard piece of counseling that I don't think we like to talk about because it's also really hard as a clinician to think someone came here and we created a safe space and then something that happened here and maybe it's a conversation you know that we've had a similar one several times but for whatever reason on that day in that moment it just landed differently and so I think yeah it's it's a hard part of the therapeutic process I think as a clinician it is truly heartbreaking you know if someone chooses to not come back especially if we if we don't have a convert get to have a conversation about that I've definitely had people who left angry and there there never was the repair they just chose not to come back yeah and that's but that's a pretty rare occurrence right? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think it is rare and i think it's worth talking about because yeah. i imagine that there could be someone listening who has had that experience and i think it's really important to validate like that that could be an experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think demystifying some of that journey and what it could look like and that there's, I don't know, maybe some expectations of how you do like how you approach therapy or like walk, come, come to therapy. I'm saying from a, from a patient, patient perspective, you know, that there's some expectation for all of that stuff. And, and the reality is that this is just like a lot of other relationships. It's a, it's a, it grows over time. You know, you do work together over a, a long period of time and it's, it's, it's with right at the end of the day. Yeah. Yes. And I, I think what is so rewarding like as a therapist is when, when people show up and say like, we've done the work and I'm ready to be done for right now because we've done this work together. I'm ready to move on. The other beautiful thing is when people are excited to share their joys after we've done the really hard work. I think about two clients, one who we did so much work around relational things and getting the email of, I got engaged and I just wanted you to know, like warms my heart. Yeah. I think about a couple that we did so much marriage work and then a ton of work through infertility and their infertility. And when, you know, she chose to call me to let me know that finally their dreams of becoming parents were a reality and just wanting to include me in those joys. And I think those are the things that like, it is just a relationship. It is, hopefully you find someone who is healthy with great boundaries and that creates that safe space where you can build a relationship with another human. We often say from Dr. Purvis, you know, trauma that happened in relationship can only be healed in relationship. And getting to see that healing happen through a therapeutic relationship is literally one of the highlights of my job. Mm, that's cool. I love it. I appreciate you kind of unpacking all that stuff. It's really helpful. We are delighted that you joined us for today's conversation. If you would like to continue this conversation, feel free to reach out on Instagram or Facebook. I'm at counseling with, or you can go to my website counselingwith.com and shoot me an email. I'd love to talk further. I hope today's episode 
helped demystify what the therapeutic relationship could look like and gives you a better understanding of what working with the therapist could be. 